0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the City of Palm Coast Council Business Meeting. Today is Tuesday, November the 16th, 2021. It is 9 a.m., and we are in the community wing of City Hall. If you would all please rise and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. If the clerk would call the roll, please.
1: Mayor Alphen? Present. Council Member Branquino? Right here. Council Member Barbosa? Present. Council Member Danko? Here. Council Member Klufus? Present. Mayor, all members are present.
0: Thank you. I'll move to item D on the agenda, which is public participation. I would invite any and every member of the public to step forward to the podium and speak for uh, request no more than three minutes on an item that is not currently listed on the agenda. So will the first speaker approach? Thank you.
2: Good morning. Keeping in mind that the global warming is raising the sea level, we are also faced with the fact that lack of dredging has contributed to the flooding of our saltwater canals. I moved here in January of 95, and my canal was being dredged at the time, but it has never been dredged again to my knowledge. The Army Corps of Engineers designated our home out of the flood zone. But if water levels keep rising, we may face a new designation necessitating flood insurance. It is costing more and more to maintain my seawall, dock, and landscaping due to the overflowing of the canals. We pay a higher tax rate for living on the saltwater canals, but we receive no benefits or services for this higher rate. If this condition is not addressed by dredging, our home will depreciate in value, and once they lose their value, all of Palm Coast will lose one of their main attractions. I've been paying higher taxes for 27 years, and I think, really, these canals have to be taken care of. Thank you for listening to me.
0: Thank you, and ma'am, I'm sorry, I, my, <clears throat> my mistake, I didn't get your name for our public record.
2: My name is Laura Amara.
0: Thank you. Will the next speaker uh, approach for public comment?
3: is William Hills, I've lived in Palm Coast for 37 years. I've got a problem with a sewage problem. We've had a problem for the last three to four years. Um, When it first started they did, no one knew what was going on and uh, what happened was they flushed the system out, put a camera down there and then they found a bend right under the swell. I've been dealing with this for four years and as I said no one's took no notice of it. The gentleman that helped me from the uh, department which it comes under was very helpful. But the thing is no one's done nothing about it and we keep getting sewage coming up in the house because of this bend. Um, I just need someone to realize what's going on plus there's some photographs there of the swell i got the deepest swell in uh, clearview court and um the swell when it gets the sewage comes out there's a photograph there where the sewage pipe we found and it runs into the swell so someone's got to do something about that plus the whole road is breaking up. In other words, it needs being pulled out and redone um, and repaved. I got photographs of that too. That's the only comments I got. But as I said, I've lived this. And this young, the young lady that spoke just now is correct. It's about time someone started digging out. The, I live on the salt water too and it should be uh, taken care of but I know why the Army Corps of Engineers don't want you guys or you guys don't want to have it done because there's nowhere where they can put the waste so I think someone should do something about it and in 37 years I've been paying taxes and I think something should be done with the three items that's all.
0: Thank you for your comment. Are there any other speakers this morning?
4: Steve Carr, Palm Coast. For many years, I've been coming here with the same problem that the Florida Park Drive or residential streets being used as a thoroughfare exchange between traffic between Palm Coast Parkway and Palm Harbor Parkway. 8,400 cars a day, pushing fumes and dust into the homes there. And it never seems to be a resolution to that problem. Um, But I'm more concerned about what I'm seeing happening in our community. Okay, we're getting building and building more and more homes and apartments and everything, which is going to increase traffic all over the city. What is, being done to get roadways to move the traffic away from the neighborhoods i i 'm not seeing it maybe it 's out there being planned, but i I just really don 't see it so so if we 're not going to have roadways to move this traffic away from the neighborhoods we 're going to have more and more neighborhoods that going to have the same problem we have excessive traffic in their neighborhoods where The scientific study says the fumes and the dust and the noise harms the health of people. So are we just going to continue to let neighborhoods be harmed by excessive traffic? I mean, I I would like to see a good roadway to move the traffic around the the city, but I just don't see it. Uh, And I'm sort of concerned that that it's going to continue and other neighborhoods are going to suffer. But also, is there a website uh, on the Palm Coast Connect where we can go and see every individual that comes up here and makes, a, you know, talks and makes a complaint or, or anything, that we can see what the, what the response is? I mean, does anybody know where they can go see what the responses are for Florida Park Drive? I doubt it. But we need to be, if I hear somebody talk, I want to know what is the city doing for, to help them, just like this, the swells and everything. What is the city doing for, to help them? Because I don't know them. I don't know how to find their ticket on Palm Coast Connect. So there should be a place that you can go and see where everybody talks. Thank you.
0: Thank you for your comment. Next speaker.
3: Good morning, Robert McDonald, City of Palm Coast. Um, today's a special day.
5: We're going to honor a gentleman who's put a lot of time in, in the fire service and the protection of all
0: of our residences and our businesses. And I think, and I may be out of line, and I'm quite sure the mayor will tell me if I'm out of line. I would like every resident that's in this room right now to stand up and applaud that gentleman who's going to be honored today. I'll give up my time. Come on guys, stand up there. him. he 30 years of his life on the line of the city. That's
6: better. All right, I'm done. Thank you.
0: <laughs> thank, thank you, Mr. McDonald and there is more to come. Next speaker, please.
7: I don't know how I follow something like that. But <laughs> Mr. Mayor, I'm Al Crier. I'm here for the committee on safety on Cimarron, and today I'd like to take my three minutes and just back up a little bit because today's a kind of a special birthday it's been a year since uh, we started talking about Cimarron we've made some progress but I'd like to just take you back a little bit word and how it all started and uh, basically it started with two old men driving around on Cimarron with their bikes complaining about the safety and one of them went home one night and says uh, complaining about it again as kids finally says hey you better go out and do something about it so October and September of last year they went out and they talked to people that tried to do something in the past on Cimarron and was generally just a one or man, one or two man team or something like that very qualified but a hurricane always came along uh, high tide it uh, went on the back burner So. It is what it is. So basically, all of a sudden, five volunteers come out of the woodwork. Two or three of them lived right on Cimarron. Says, hey, uh, we want to help. We want to volunteer. Let's get a traffic study. So almost to the day, November 9th, last year, we called the city on checking on the traffic on Cimarron. They said, well, we don't have a current count, but it'll take us uh, 30 to 60 days to get you one. They came back, gave us one, and we were shocked. It was 3,200 cars a day. Now word got out to more people. So more people came forward and says, what do we do now? Well, let's go to the people on Cimarron and see what they think. So house to house to house to house. They went and made calls. Overwhelmingly, it came out. Hey, this is an accident waiting to happen. Now a lot has taken place since then, which has helped. However, we have to remember that this, we're not home yet on this here. And we've got 3,200 cars a day, it's increasing. This improvement is for the people that live here. We have to do things for the other people that aren't here yet. That's important too. But the people that live here, we have to do something for them. We have to start someplace. Cimarron is the place to start. Now. That's about as far as I'm going to take you with this story, and then in in December and January, I'll take you the rest of the way. I'd like to, this week is Thanksgiving, and I'd like to take a little bit of time here. Number one, thank the city and everybody back here. I want to thank the mayor, the council. The cooperation has just been unbelievable. The people that have come forward and volunteers, it's just been excellent. So I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. And I always end this way, Mr. Mayor. This is a. Ni- I've been here 20 years. This is a nice place to live, and I like it here. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Are there any additional speakers this morning that would like to make public comment? Seeing none, um, I would just ask the interim city manager. Do you have um, a log of the? Uh, Um, public comments this morning for follow-up purposes
8: I do mayor thank you you. thank you
0: okay then I will close public comment at this time and as we begin our business meeting I'll just make these comments uh, for both City Council and for the uh, the public the purpose of a business meeting and we are in a business meeting today is for Council to review and weigh all the evidence evidence and take action with decisions based on all information presented both at the prior workshop and today. Just as a reminder, items that are quasi-judicial in nature will require Council to base their decisions on only what is presented at the scheduled public hearings conducted at the scheduled business meetings. So that's just our reminder for this morning. We'll move to item E, which is the minutes for the meetings of November the 2nd, 2021, a business meeting, and November the 9th, 2021, workshop. I would ask for a motion to approve the minutes. Move to approve it. I have a motion to approve. I would ask for a second. Second. I have a second. Are there any discussion? Is there any discussion? No. No discussion then all in favor please signify by saying aye aye Aye. any opposed none opposed item f is our proclamations so we'll begin this morning councilman barbosa with a proclamation to be local and by local
9: Of our business owners that are here this morning, if you'd like to come up to receive the proclamation,
0: please join the councilman at the uh, at the podium.
10: Whereas the City of Palm Coast, Florida, is focused on encouraging residents to be local, by local, where we promote small local businesses and to the co- contribution they make to our economy and community. And whereas our community receives a portion of three different sales tax collected when purchased goods and service lo- locally. Last year, the amount of sales tax returned to the city amounted to nearly $9 million, up to up from $8.2 million in 2020 and whereas this money helps pay for important community projects such as the community center and holland park it also pays for street improvements sidewalks and more and whereas if every resident of palm coast spends 25 dollars at a local business on any given day it would infuse 1.4 million annually into our local economy whereas on november 27th as the holiday shopping season kicks in high gear small businesses saturday will be celebrated by many who are dedicated to supporting small businesses and whereas founded by american express in 2010 this day is celebrated each year on the saturday after thanksgiving since since it started 2010 consumers have reported spending an estimated 103 billion across all small businesses Saturday's Combined 2021 marks the 20th annual Small Business Saturday. And whereas, according to the U.S. Small Business Administration, most recent figures show there are currently 31.7 million small businesses in the United States. They represent 99.7% of all businesses with employees in the United States and are responsible for 65.1% of net new jobs created since 2000. Now, therefore, be it proclaimed by the mayor and the city council, City, Palm Coast, Florida, November one through thirtieth, twenty twenty-one, as Be Local by Local Month. Signed, the mayor and Virginia Smith, city clerk. Anybody like to say it? No. Good. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs>
0: councilman is uh, going to the podium with that Ms. kershaw the increase in taxes uh resulting from be local buy local has been on the increase over the last couple of years
9: yes it is it keeps growing every year and i believe for last year it was over eight million dollars
0: and now we're at at nine according to the councilman so that's a good increase very good thank you Oh please i'm sorry next uh i'm sorry next item. Next item. <laughs> yes okay next item is a proclamation thank you which is um on november 17 21 2021 and it is gis day
11: Whereas the Technology of Geographic Information Systems, or GIS, is a framework for gathering, analyzing, storing, and identifying geographic data on computers to help businesses, governments, and organizations with making important decisions for their communities. And whereas, individuals who specialize in GIS mapping input data layers into specific software to produce such information as longitude, latitude, addresses, or zip codes that provide details about the environment, landscape, road patterns, and topography of specific areas of our cities, counties, and states. And whereas our City of Palm Coast team of GIS experts makes every effort each day to assist our departmental personnel with planning, navigation, transportation, and telecommunication documents that keep our communities safer, cleaner, and smarter. Whereas GIS Day is recognized annually across the United States as a time to inspire others to consider studying this fascinating field and also to encourage citizens to better understand our city's geographical grid and its relationship to our critical environment, growth, and protection. Now, therefore, be it proclaimed by the Palm Coast Mayor and City Council that Wednesday, November 17, 2021, is GIS Day in Palm Coast. And urge all of our residents to value the expert mapping that our Palm Coast GIS employees provide to advance knowledge and deliver real-time data about the features of the land on which we live. Signed, the 16th day of November 2021, David Alphen, Mayor of City, Palm Coast. I'd
12: like to thank uh, City Council for recognizing GIS Day. I think few people have heard of GIS and of those who have think of GIS more as glorified mappers, Um, but they do so much more than that. They really touch every department in the city. Uh, They've recently done work for the finance department. Um, They've done work for the fire department analyzing response times. Uh, They do a lot of the work with the drones, very difficult and hard work that people don't want to do, Um, collecting data and getting imagery through drones. So we are very proud of the work that they do. Um, with me this morning is Laura Castelnovo. She is our GIS coordinator. She leads the division. Um, she has been GISP certified, a very sought after uh, certification for the past six years. Uh, Monica Diaz is our most recent staff member and uh, Kathy Almberg and Jacob Ennis have been working with us for several years and recently have become ArcGIS desktop professional certified. There's only uh, 219 in the world with this latest certification and 660 people in the world on any level of the certification. So we're grateful for the work that they do. Um, with tomorrow being GIS Day, Flagler County is hosting a event at uh, Betty Shefflick Park from 10 a.m. to noon to help educate the public on GIS. And so the city will be participating and anyone from the public is welcome to attend. So thank you. So
0: Mr. Aikens is <clears throat> is part of the work that uh, the team does um, a part, uh, does it help the first responders achieve better response times uh, through their, their efforts?
12: Yes, sir. They've often helped the fire department in analyzing their response times and where to better place uh, uh, fire stations for those response times.
0: So critically important. So, so thank you. Thank you. our next item is a employee recognition video with a presentation miss kershaw
9: yes so every month we like to highlight some employees that are going beyond above and beyond and so we're doing that again um, today we this might be our last one for this year which will just mean that we'll have an even better one in january but this is for this month enjoy <laughs>
7: I want to
13: take a moment to thank some employees for an outstanding month starting with the folks that ran the Hall of Terror. Every year for the last 20 years we've run the Hall of Terror and allowed the kids and the family members of the community to come in at no charge to have the scare of a lifetime. And I want to recognize Dan Driscoll and Rich Klein who have been running it for the last 20 years. Uh, Dan is the future of our Hall of Terror and he's going to be making the, the, the necessary changes in the future and Rich has been running it up to this point and turned it over to Dan a few years ago. Um, I want to say it's an outstanding job. They brought a bunch of volunteers in to do some outstanding work. They do tireless work for the week leading up to the event. They do uh, three nights of of constant uh, scares and and enjoyment. Um, I want to really thank them for doing such a great job and making it a success once again. Rich, Dan, and team, thank you very much for what you do.
8: I'd like to recognize Tanya Roush who received excellent feedback from a resident who was new to the area and needed assistance in setting her account with the city up. I'd like to thank Haley Hand who went above and beyond to help a resident with a language barrier who had questions about their account. Thank you both and keep up the great work.
14: I'd like to recognize Kyle Nevers, Sean Jensen, Matt Sweeney, Tom Bertha, Recently, this utility department water crew moved a fire hydrant to accommodate a newly built home on Emerald Lane. The entire project was observed by a neighbor who came out to personally thank the crew for going and doing such a great job and professional work. I'd also like to spotlight Terry Schreers, Mio Chetta, Stephen Morgan and Travis Sabatini, who recently replaced a water meter in Town Center. This team worked to ensure the safety of their team and city residents by temporarily rerouting traffic while they completed the work. I would also like to share a note of gratitude to Fred Greiner, who recently planned and hosted two training seminars, the Membrane Operating Certification School and the chemical skid training seminar. Fred did a great job of overseeing these two seminars, which are of great importance to educating our operators. I'd also like to congratulate Noah Fortnott, who recently passed the state drinking water treatment exam and is now well on his way to becoming a certified water operator. This is great news, not only for Noah, but for all of us living in Palm Coast and is indicative of the hard work and dedication shown by each and every one of our employees serving our residents. Last but not least, I'd like to recognize Robert Nelson, class A drinking water licensed operator, who was recently awarded the outstanding water treatment plant operator award from American Water Works Association Florida section. You fully embody the essence of what this award is all about, Robert. Thank you again and keep up the great work. I'd like to
12: recognize Blake Kershaw, Ben Caoli, and Mel Cabrera, who've worked
14: tirelessly
12: on the new customer service platform and the beta version of the new city webpage. Your ideas and results provide an immeasurable impact for the user experience for our residents. Thank you.
5: I would like to give a shout out to the entire Community Development Department for their exceptional work in assisting home builders here in Palm Coast move homeowners into their new homes. Right now home builders are experiencing unprecedented shortages in materials and labor. The commitment to professionalism of the women and men in the Community Development Department and eagerness to help assist these builders move their builds along and keep them on schedule. Thank you everyone and keep up the great work.
9: I'd like to recognize Jared Dawson for putting together a great fire truck pool at the September Food Truck Tuesday. It was a great competition between departments, the Flagler County Sheriff's Office and Pop Coast Fire Department. Congratulations to the fire department for winning the fire truck pool and also Jared Dawson for putting together a great successful event. Thank you.
13: I'd like to recognize Greg Federico, Greg Dawson, Jeremy Whitaker, and Tom Collins who all received excellent feedback from one of our residents for the tremendous job they did removing a very large sable palm tree trunk that was floating in the Fleming Canal. You are integral to the work we do here in the city. Thank you for all that you do. I'd also like to recognize our entire Public Works team for winning the 2020 Project of the Year Award from the American Public Works Association for the work done at the Indian Trail Sports Complex. This project is a great benefit to our community and the recognition is truly deserved and appreciated. So thank you public works team.
0: Does that conclude your presentation? Yes. So I speak for myself and and for city council that we appreciate all of these individual efforts that were mentioned today, the public and other employees and staff of the city may not always be aware of what each of us does each day, but I can promise you that these activities, these, um, um, uh, the work that's done by all the people mentioned today, all the people that have been mentioned in the past are what build up and make this city what we have come to love and what we appreciate. This is the, the, the pillar of our quality of life and the reason why we live and love the city of Palm Coast. So a round of applause, please, for all of those mentioned today. Our next item will be recognition of public servant, Charles Esposito. Charles Esposito was born on Independence Day, July 4, 1928, a possible precursor for a life celebrated and steeped in patriotism and service. He lived in Tuxedo, New York, worked for ITT Corporation, and proudly served as a volunteer firefighter for his hometown. Volunteerism quickly became Charles's passion, and after moving to Palm Coast, he was instrumental in starting a local volunteer firefighter program in his new city. During the next three decades, Charlie moved forward to serve as the captain of the fire police, president and vice president of the Volunteer Corporation, and continues as an associate member of the Palm Coast Volunteer Fire Rescue to this day. As the founder and previous chairman of the Length of Service Awards Program board 26 years ago, he helped establish the foundation that ensures his name will forever be etched in the archives of Palm Coast firefighter history. Additionally, Charlie's Helicopter Landing Zones Manual continues to assist county fire flight crews, solidifying his ongoing contribution to our entire community's public safety. As Charlie retires from the LOSAP LoSAP board, I am honored to represent the Palm Coast City Council and all of our residents to acknowledge his dedication to and tireless support for enhancing the lives of his fellow firefighters. Charlie Esposito is the epitome of grace, integrity, service, and dignity. A gentleman whom Palm Coast is most proud to pay tribute to at this city council meeting. And if I may read from the plaque, In recognition of a selfless public servant, Charles, Charlie Esposito has made an indelible impact on Palm Coast volunteer fire rescue members as a length of service awards program founding member. Countless lives have been changed and improved. Thank you for 26 years of continued service Next item on the agenda... Okay, and now Ms. Johnson will share an update on our holiday festivities.
9: Good morning, Mayor and Council, Lauren Johnston, Chief of Staff, Citizens Engagement. Um, It's been a while since we hosted some of these events in person, so just wanted to remind you of our annual holiday calendar and upcoming events uh, that we're gearing up for. Um, First and foremost, I want to thank all of our staff and their departments for their hard work. It's been great teamwork. Um, These events take a village, and um, our village is certainly strong, and I want to thank them for their participation Um, for veterans day we just had on november 11th we had a great barbecue event here in the park we served over 350 veterans and their families and it was truly a great event it's one of our uh, signature events and uh, and favorites Uh, The next event we have coming up is our annual Feet to Feast 5K. It's located at Daytona State College. Um, As of this morning, um, we have 293 participants, and we see typically around 700 participants, and they come all over because they're here to visit their loved ones. Um, the next event that we have is our annual tree lighting event. This really kicks off the holiday season uh, with the Flagler County Rotary Club and their fantasy light displays. So we will ask council to join us at that ceremony and we will officially light up the park and the tree. Um, I'm told this year we have a new uh tree lighting, special effects to the tree, so it's going to be one to see this season. Um, The next event we have coming up is sort of a transition from our annual Starlight Parade to now we're doing a Starlight Festival. Um, This is really important and um, We've had great feedback from our community partners, such as the uh, Flagler County Sheriff's Office and the Fire Department who help us logistically and operationally put on the parade. Uh, So now we're doing a um, easier to navigate format where people will be able to come and see the floats at their leisure instead of a a long winding parade shutting down major roads and trying to cram 10,000 people into the park uh, which we do not have adequate parking for so um, we are very much excited looking forward to the new transitional format Um, And then back by popular demand is our competition amongst neighbors uh, where they can decorate their homes and we will have a map on our website and you can see all the lights that are decorated for the holidays. last year Well place was the neighborhood to see every single house on that street is decorated um we even have a city staff member who participates in the competition and he he loves this one so uh, those are our annual holiday events and then the last but not least is uh let's kick it kick in the new year uh, in high gear with the mayor's 30 30 challenge uh, different from years past we're only doing 30 days um, instead of 90. Uh, this is also a new partnership with um, other municipalities such as flagler beach flagler county and the city of bunnell so the entire community will be able to participate in this challenge and i'd be happy to answer any questions
0: so where can the public uh go to find this information so as the as the days go on and they want to see what's coming up next
9: the best source of information is our city website um, palmcoastgov.com slash events
0: okay and one other event um i i don't know if we mentioned or not um there is going to be a a boat parade um again this year
9: yes the boat parade is scheduled for december 18th um and that you'll be able to see that event uh, at waterfront park or underneath the hammock dunes bridge the Palm Coast bridge you can see it there as well
0: and I'm sorry last question the the um- the the festival at uh, a town center that used to be the the moving parade now will be stationary but it'll be available for what period of time is it four hours
9: yes it's four to nine
0: so people can come at their leisure and and dilute the traffic effect for safety
9: yes sir good. and you can walk inside around the lake to see the fantasy of lights and then walk on the outside around the perimeter to see the floats
15: councilman i think it's a good idea and uh... I'm glad to say that I think the tree lighting event was the only one that was not affected by the this darn COVID thing I think it's the only one that was not affected and we did it so proudly thank you keep up the good work Lorraine
9: thank you any
0: other questions from City Council
16: yeah I just want to say good job on the uh, starlight parade having driven that parade two years ago it's difficult to drive the lighting is not perfect there's 10,000 people kids running in front of your car it's, it's a dangerous situation I'm glad we've done something before we've had an issue so great job on that
9: thank you thank you sir we're we're hoping that this transition um, will be a welcome to our community as well and as we see more development here in town center we'll be able to uh, stick to this new easier format
16: yeah it's much easier and it's If anyone has ever driven it you know what I'm talking about it is it is nerve wracking because you really have to
0: keep an eye out and and it's dark and thank you good job
9: thank you sir Uh,
16: just
0: a a last comment Um, you mentioned the uh, the Veterans Day celebration I would like you personally to thank all of city staff that made that possible Um, I can tell you I am still getting Thank yous and wonderful, wonderful appreciation messages. I mean, that event was spectacular. We have a a ritual that goes on at the event now. So really a great job, and I know how hard you all worked. So thank each and every member of your staff for a great, great job. So thank you.
9: Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Okay. moving forward we'll go to item number g on the agenda which would be um, a second read of an ordinance and if council would uh, read the ordinance for us please
6: of course this is an ordinance of the city council of the city of palm coast florida providing for the amendment of the official zoning map as established in section 2.06 of the city of palm coast unified land development code Amending the official zoning map for 70.18 acres of certain real property described as all or portions of tax partial identification numbers 20-12-31, 0650-000A0-0012, 20-12-31-0650-000A0-0020, and 20-12-31-2950-0000-00C0 generally located about 1 mile east of Belterra Boulevard and extending north from the existing terminus of Citation Boulevard to the southern boundary of the Flagler County Airport and more particularly described in the attached Exhibit A. From the, from the industrial and planned unit development zoning districts to the single family residential zoning district providing for conflicts providing for severability and providing for an effective date council members this is a quasi judicial proceeding so if you've had any ex parte communications please note them for the record now council
15: member no, none whatsoever and nor have i thank you
17: good morning mayor presentation good morning mayor city council uh, this was approved on November 2nd at the, at the first reading, this is the second reading, but I wanted to bring up um, the con- really conceptual site plan because there were some questions at last city council uh, asked about ingress and egresses, so we wanted to highlight them on there, but I do want to stress that, you know, as part of the rezoning, the you know, staff didn't uh, review this. This is not an approved site plan. And just to remind, you know, our, our citizens and, and city council that, you know, our comp plan calls for two means of ingress and egress, and so does our land development code. But just based on this preliminary sketch, you can see where Ms. Myers had highlighted some circles of the most likely uh, means of ingress and egress. And then there's some other couple potential to the north of, of other possible ingresses and egresses. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Thank sir. you.
15: I'm the one who brought that up, and I think that's th- that you did a good job by enlightening us about this. Yes,
0: Thank sir. Thank you. Very good. Um,
15: a- any questions
0: on the presentation?
15: No, no. Nothing changed
0: since the last thing. Right. No, no, sir. Very good. So I would um, invite the public uh, to make comment at this time. Uh, Are there any members of the public that would like to comment on this uh, uh, second read ordinance? Seeing none, I'll close public comment, come back to the City Council. Any further discussion or questions?
15: I move to uh, approve this second read.
0: Thank you. I have a motion to approve.
15: I'll second it. And
0: I have a second to approve. Uh, Any further discussion?
1: I'll do a roll call
0: vote, please.
1: Vice Mayor Brinquino. Yes. Council Member Barbosa? No. Council Member Danko? Yes. Council Member Clufus? Yes. Mayor Alphin? Yes. Motion passes 4 to 1.
0: Next item, H, um, number 8, first read of ordinance. Council, if you would... Be so kind.
6: Yes, this is an ordinance for the Grand Reserve Comprehensive Plan Amendment. This is a legislative matter, and I'll read the ordinance title in now. An ordinance of the City Council of the City of Palm Coast, Florida, providing for the amendment of the City of Palm Coast 2035 Comprehensive Plan, as previously amended, pursuant to Section 163 Florida Statutes, amending the future land use map, designation for a 141.5 acres of certain real property from residential low density and conservation this is a flagler county designation to residential and conservation city of palm coast designations as described in more detail in the legal description which is an exhibit to this ordinance including a site-specific policy to limit development on the subject properties to 217 single-family residential units providing for conflicts, ratification of prior acts, codification, severability, and an effective date.
17: Thank you, Mayor, Uh, City Council, uh, Ray Tyner, again, Deputy Chief Development Officer. If we don't mind, uh, there's a companion rezoning to this application, so Mr. Papa will have one presentation uh, for this, but we would have to act separately on the Comprehensive Plan Amendment and the rezoning. Uh, this this property was annexed in august of this year from flagler county so basically the process is once it's annexed into the city of palm coast we have to do a comprehensive plan amendment and designate a future land use map designation for the city and also uh, a rezoning for what we have in our uh, land development code and comprehensive plans so basically that's what we're doing is taking what the county. Designation was and bring it over to what the close to the equivalent uh, designation for the city is. With that said, Mr. Uh, our senior planner,
18: Jose, will have the presentation. Good morning, Mayor and members of City Council. Jose Papa for the Community Development Department. Uh, this combination, future land use map amendment, and a companion zoning map amendment. It's for a 141-acre parcel located about half a mile north of State Road 100 on the east side of Roberts Road. As Mr. Tyner mentioned, this parcel was annexed in August of this year, and it is within the city's utility service area, and it's required by the settlement agreement of 2007, uh, the cities to to serve this parcel with water and sewer, and as part of that, they were required to annex into the city. So under the proposed future land use map amendment, currently it has Flagler County designations, about 128 acres of residential low density, which allows for three units per acre or a total of 384 units, and about 13 acres of conservation, mainly located along the eastern boundary of the property, which is adjacent to uh, the the Intracoastal post amendment uh, as you can see the colors really don't change much because the proposed amendment would change that 128 acres of residential low density designation to 120 acres of residential and the, the end result being that the 13 acres of conservation increases to 21 acres of conservation due to better information about the quality of the wetlands, again, along the eastern boundary of this parcel. And you can see that uh, outlined here. Along with that future land use uh, map designation change, there is a policy that will limit the development on this parcel to 217 dwelling units, bringing the the gross uh, density on that site to about 1.8 units per acre compared to the three units per acre that's permitted currently by the county designation. So as with that reduction in potential development, there there will be reduced uh, demand on public facilities, and that's uh, shown in, within the staff analysis and the staff report. Uh, for the environmental impact analysis, the, the the amendment itself will not have any additional impact on the environmental features since, again, it does not propose to expand the developable area, but actually reduces it based on, on better data that's been provided. And again, the proposed future land use map amendment is of or designation of residential and conservation is consistent with the surrounding uses, which are uh, mainly for residential uses also. So based on that, we find this amendment to be consistent with policies regarding the following. The site is adjacent to existing water and sewer service. Uh, The development may be accommodated by our existing capacity. And it is consistent with our policies to preserve high quality wetlands, especially along the, the eastern boundary adjacent to the intercoastal waterway. So based on our findings, there are no significant impact on the level of service for public infrastructure, no significant impact on the environmental conditions it's generally consistent with the surrounding land uses and consistent with the comprehensive plan. Based on those findings, the Planning and Land Development Regulation Board finds this application consistent with a comprehensive plan and recommends that City Council approve this application, a future land use map amendment from Flagler County Designations of Residential Low Density and Conservation to the City of Palm Coast Designations of Residential and Conservation along with that policy to limit dwelling units on the subject property to 217 dwelling units. The companion zoning map amendment basically follows the lines that have been established by the future land use map amendment for designating where the residential areas and where the conservation areas are. Uh, Currently, it it is uh, zoned planned unit development. That's a county, Flagler County designation with a limit of 300 300 dwelling units. The proposed is that we would have 120 acres of single-family residential, as marked as shown in the, the brown areas, and again, the 21 acres of preservation with boundaries that are consistent with the 21 acres to be designated as conservation. Looking at the review criteria from our Land Development Code, staff finds the following. Must not be in conflict with public interest. The proposed zoning here is not a significant change from the previously approved uses, which is PUD residential, must be consistent with the land development code and the comprehensive plan. It is consistent with the policies regarding availability of public utilities, diversification of housing choices, and protecting environmentally sensitive areas. Does not impose a significant liability or hardship on the city. There's no liability or hardship since, again, the facilities such as water and sewer are readily available to serve the site and does not create an unreasonable hazard or nuisance. The rezoning does not significantly change the previously approved uses on the property, which was residential. And does it, must it still comply with all applicable government standards? And again, this project will still need to meet all applicable local, state, and federal development requirements prior to going vertical. So based on those findings, the Planning and Land Development Regulation Board finds that the proposed rezoning is consistent with a comprehensive plan and recommends to City Council the approval of the rezoning of 141 plus or minus acres from planned unit development to single family residential one and preservation zoning district for public participation as required by all um, for future, for flume and zoning map amendments, there was a neighborhood meeting held. Uh, all property owners within 300 feet of the rezoning were informed at this neighborhood meeting. This meeting was held on October 18 at the Hilton Garden Inn. There were issues of concern raised at that meeting, which included uh, the concern about the amount of fill necessary for the site, and that issue will be addressed more appropriately during the plat process review. Uh, the density of the project as shown there is a de- reduction actually in the in the potential density of the project traffic study again at the stage of plant review a more detailed traffic study will be provided and the provision of u- utilities again here the city is the re- is, will be providing the water and sewer service as as uh, as called for in the settlement agreement So prior to having second reading on this item, this item will be transmitted to the state agencies for review and comment prior to the second reading. And then after that, they would still have to go through the subdivision master plan and the planning process prior to going to uh, the building permit stage. The applicant's team is here in attendance to answer any additional questions that you might have.
15: When was it annexed to, uh, to us from the county?
18: August of 2021, this year.
15: And, and by looking at it, it's kind of hard uh, on a map because I, you know, the landmarks are kind of tough for me to see, <clears throat> but this, is it uh, flanked or <clears throat> at, least, at least surrounded by some of the Flagler Beach, uh, Flagler Beach uh, uh, um, uh,
18: land? Yes, sir, I will tell you that the lands to, let's see if I can just point it out here, with, The lands to the south, this is Flagler beach. This other area right here in purple is Flagler beach. This area in blue is the city of Palm Coast. Uh, The area to the north where Sea Ray would be is still in unincorporated Flagler County. And the area to the east, uh, it's a little funny. There are areas that are in unincorporated Flagler County and there are areas that are in Flagler beach, but yes.
15: And on October 18th, uh, the people that actually went to the meeting was some of them from Flagler Beach. Or yes, sir. They
18: were, all, I believe, all from Flagler Beach. Yes, sir.
0: Does that answer your question? That's it. So, uh, Councilman, I, I was just going to ask the question also. So, uh, I'm familiar with the with the location. So, within 300 feet, I'm trying to picture. Would those residents be um, across the the river? Yes on the other side of the intercoastal waterway.
19: Yes, Mr. Mayor, Jay Livingston here on behalf of the applicant. Um, the the water that you see right adjacent just east of the project is actually that salt marsh that if you go into the Sea Ray Canal, there's an access point that's blocked off by pilings. That's that little salt, salt marsh canal that runs through there. So um, all of the lots along Lambert, well, not all of them, but most of the lots along Lambert actually carry the actual boundaries of those lots carry into that salt marsh and we picked up I think we sent out 46 i mean we sent out a a bunch of letters um some of the people that came to the meeting were actually from beachside actually from the north side um i think 15th street north was was two of the two of the ladies that were there so there was um questions um primarily from flag beach residents about the the impact of the project okay
0: and (laughs) the uh, pldrb board um voted uh, unanimously mr papa Yes, sir. In favor of it? There were no obje- there were no, uh, uh, no voices no. of objection on the board itself? No, sir. Okay. Are there additional questions from uh, City Council at this
10: time? Is this going to be a gated community? That hasn't been determined at this time. Um,
19: I, I prepared a, a small presentation because staff's presentation was pretty thorough, but this is a, a site plan that was prepared, and we did this primarily um, as, a, as a planning exercise to determine what was going to fit on the property. Um, It's a mixture of 50, 60 and 70 foot lots and as you can see if you really zoom in there's a couple of really nominal wetland impacts but we're talking about less I think less than .2 acres of of wetland impacts. Um, And this shows you how we can fit that mix of lots um, without interfering with any of the sensitive um, environmental lands that are on the property. So that got us to that 217 number. It also, luckily, because of the way that the uplands are configured, it, we, it provides us two access points on the north end and the south end um, to meet uh, the city comprehensive plan and land development code to provide those two access points without having to cut through any wetlands at all. With the exception of one of the wetland impacts, is a, no, a nominal impact right at the on the south the south access point. Um, the the prop the the roads are being configured, especially the primary access point to the south. So gated access could be provided but at this point because of the, the fact that we couldn't pursue our development plan until we finish the annexation because of this of the settlement agreement policies. Um, and then once we get into the city we can not actually develop the property until we bring it under your land development code and comprehensive plan so that's the stage that we're in right now. But the possibility of it being gated does remain and that would come back to you at the time that we do our overall development plan and our, um, and, our and our preliminary plot.
10: will will there be access to the waterway
19: no no sir Um, it's possible there may be some pedestrian access in some of those back lots but the way that the the um, pond configuration is um, in order to get the stormwater and without interfering with the wetlands there's not really any good access
10: to get to get to the water now I I know in the past there was a some smell issue from Seagate uh, Seagate uh, Boston Whaler now yeah (laughs) And I know uh, we went there and we saw that they reinforced everything. Um, has there been any more complaints on that or is that going to be a problem?
19: I have not heard any. Um, I did communicate with um, Sid Ansbacher who's see raise an attorney at, early in the, in this process um, to make sure that they didn't have any issues with the project and we weren't we weren't given any indication of it. We actually talked about actually completing their annexation process at that time but they weren't quite ready to do that. You will notice um, at the very top of this this is the overall plan and I we stitched together two sheets because together they're they're fairly detailed Um, the the blank area at the on the north end that's actually curved (coughs) that's the land that C Ray purchased in order to create the buffer to satisfy those concerns and um, this is the property location so you can see um, C Ray or Boston Whaler just to the north the the green area just to the south on the east side of Roberts Road that's another Um, single-family residential project that's planned that's in the city of flagler beach under a pud that was recently approved just south of that is is um is wadsworth park Um, and and then across the street there's some legacy industrial uses as well as um some open space and then immediately across from the the project that's in flagler beach there's going to be a multi-family project that was approved in flagler beach and this all ties into the original plan that was done in the early aughts um, for what's known as Beach Park Village where the Publix is a mixed-use project as well as this Grand Reserve East project which was the original name that was given to it by the original developer um, this is the original plan so the original plan in the um, the Grand Reserve East PUD it was amended because originally the plan incorporated the portions that were in Flagler Beach and then those were annexed into Flagler Beach so they amended them to fix that and um, This original plan actually called for 300 single family units um, with up to 20% attached. So up to 20% of them, up to 60 of them could have been townhouses. The PUD allowed them to be combined either as duplex-style, up to eight units in one building. Um, But it did include, you see the curve at the top. That's the road that takes you to C-Ray. It did include that land, which was subsequently sold to C-Ray. So this project. Um, and this is this is just the mix that we were able to accomplish in our in our planning exercise this um, the SFR 1 zoning code allows 50 50 foot lots or larger um, so the minimum lot width would be 50 foot um, this this mix is what we were able to achieve we thought it was a healthy mix it's probably subject to change prior to the final planning but we would never exceed the 217 cap that's being placed on it um, <coughs> This is a little bit of a better detail of the project, of the plan that you saw on the opening page, um, and it just shows you the layout of the lots. Um, so,
0: if I may, two questions, <clears throat> the first one, uh, Grand Reserve is a working name, I understand. Will that change at some point? Because it does, it is confusing. Mm, yeah for certainly those that are not involved in this on a daily basis yes
19: the developer the the i represent Atley development group Um, they're under contract with the carter family trust to purchase the land Um, the development um, the developer hasn't settled on the name we we stuck with the name because we wanted to demonstrate that essentially consistency with the original planning exercise that was done there's been like the pud to the south was recently um, approved, but there was already a PUD there; had just expired because too much time had passed. So we really haven't changed much in the planning that was done in the past, except reduc- reduce the density a little bit and and converted the project to the south was all townhouses. Converted the townhouse use to single family use. Um, so but the actual name that will be determined um, okay. after closing when the final planning goes into place good. That, that, that
0: would, I think that would be helpful it's, and we're
19: not related to the hey, original developer
6: if I could just add some insight to that so one of the plat requirements is that a plat can't be named similar to an existing plat for confusion purposes that's a statutory requirement so when they come in for platting it's going to have to be different yes
0: the name. So, sooner sooner the better and, Mr. Papa, during the, uh, the planning board discussion on this um, ordinance, did they discuss the proximity to Boston Whaler facility?
18: There was not much discussion on that, Mayor. Okay. Yes. All right. And but
19: Well, because they are the property owner just to the north, they did receive notice. And we so they
0: received notice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very good okay are there additional questions at this time
15: i just want to ask a quick question for either one of you what was the main concern of the people that went on that meeting on uh, the 18th
19: there was concerns about the amount of fill that was going to have to be brought in just you know concern about the you know we've designed the project to not impact wetlands but there were still some concerns raised about that and the primary concern that was raised was flooding they there seemed to be an under uh, a belief in the room that once this project is built and fill is brought in we're going to Divert all of our flood, flood waters into the city of Flagler Beach and exacerbate their flooding problem. Um, we had a fairly lengthy discussion about the stormwater permitting process, identified the stormwater ponds. Um, I don't know if we completely alleviated their skepticism, but we encourage them to stay involved with the process moving forward because at this stage we're just dealing with zoning and eventually we will have. That preliminary class stage will have a, a plan with construction drawings that will actually show those calculations and and that data the level of fill the, the, the elevation that's going to be that's going to be achieved at development so
0: you're required to mitigate all stormwater run within within this uh, property
19: yes and and um, and you're and
0: obviously you're you're telling us that you're adhering to that
19: yes and we are and the and the st. John's the guidelines the state guidelines require us to not change the pre post development and post development conditions so we there should be no additional discharge of of stormwater Um, we will be creating more stormwater with the impervious and that's what the ponds will do they'll attenuate that discharge to maintain that pre post balance
15: thank you I I think we should move on with this but I, I I have a feeling just a quick feeling that this is not going to be the end of it from the people from Flagler Beach. I uh,
0: let's, just us to say that's a let's, on on. Let's, let's Let's finish today's piece oh, and, yeah. and let's, you've let's, got, got other pieces ahead. So any further discussion? So at this time, I would open the ordinance up to the public. Would anyone like to step forward and make comment at this time? Seeing no one approach, I will bring it back to City Council. Any further discussion or questions? Then I would ask for a motion at this time. A motion approve. For motion to approve i would ask for a second second and i have a second any further discussion roll call vote please
1: vice mayor branquino yes Councilmember barbosa yes Councilmember danko yes Councilmember member Plufus? yes mayor alton yes motion passes five to zero
0: and let me just ask council now do we vote again on yes. the companion which would be for the zoning map yes so i'll have to
6: read the title in and please Okay, so as the mayor said, this is the companion zoning flume map amendment for the Grand Reserve. This is an ordinance of the City Council of the City of Palm Coast, Florida, providing for the amendment of the official zoning map as established in Section 2.06 of the City of Palm Coast Unified Land Development Code, amending the zoning designation for 141.5 plus or minus acres from Flagler County Designation of Planned Unit Development to City of Palm Coast Designation of Single Family Residential 1, SFR 1, and Preservation. Subject property is more particularly described in Exhibit A and graphically depicted in Exhibit B, providing for severability, providing for conflicts, providing for non-codification, and providing for an effective date. This uh, complimentary um, amendment, I mean, uh, amendment to the zoning map is a quasi-judicial proceeding. So please note if you've had any ex parte communications.
0: Any council member have any? Uh, con- no. Nor I. No one.
6: Thank you.
17: Okay. Okay. Uh- Mayor, we have nothing to add. That was part of Jose's presentation. All
0: right, so let me uh, open again for uh, for public comment. Would any member of the public like to step forward and comment on this companion ordinance? Seeing none, return to City Council. Any further discussion? No, I would ask for a motion. I'll make the motion. We have a motion. Seconded. And a second. Any further discussion? A roll call vote, please.
1: Vice Mayor Branquino? Yes. Councilmember Barbosa? Yes. Councilmember Danko? Yes. Councilmember Klufas? Yes. Mayor Alphin? Yes. Motion passes 5 to 0.
0: Thank you, gentlemen. Item number 10, uh, ordinance accepting the districting commission report and revising the city council districts. Are you making a presentation or
18: no sir if, if it's not uh, required by council um, we're here ready to answer any questions i would however like to call up mr mike martin who was uh, the chair of this districting commission and ask him to have a seat next to us in case you do have any additional questions
0: mr martin any comment at this time in the presentation
18: uh no the
5: presentation obviously is what we presented to you the option for thank you so i would just ask city
0: council do you have any questions of mr martin or his council at this time
6: Mayor, I also need to read the title block and don't,
18: don't do read that one? now.
6: Okay, yeah, no, that's okay. This is an ordinance of the City Council of the City of Palm Coast, Florida, relating to redistricting of the City Council districts in accordance with the provisions of the Charter of the City of Palm Coast and other applicable law, providing for legislative findings and intent, providing for the adoption of the Districting Commission report, providing for the revision of the four City Council districts, providing descriptions of the new city council districts, providing for the adoption of the city council district map, providing for codification and inclusion into the charter of the city of Palm Coast, providing for severability, providing for conflicts, and providing for the, effective, the effect of enactment and an effective date.
0: Thank you, counselor. Um, let me ask, are you able to project the layered map that shows
18: the change? um I don't believe I have that capacity at this time mayor um I okay. might have a and you're asking about the change from the the current district
0: in your in your exhibits last time you you had one slide that showed the existing districting and then you had another slide which showed what the new district would be I'm just wondering if there was an overlay that showed us so we could visually just see the
18: change very easily I believe I might have uh, a summary PDF that would show you what changed from the current district to graphically,
0: or, or are you talking about just the
18: data? Uh, graphically, okay. Uh, if you would, very, I just maybe, yeah. it reinforces I just it. Run through that.
0: This could be a change for the next uh, how many years?
18: Well, it would be
5: until the twenty thirty census reports. So I would assume that the next district committee would be appointed in 2031.
18: Okay. I believe this might help, um, Mayor, hopefully. Uh, this this uh, that, one shows. That does, yeah. OK. Yeah, so if, if you need me to run through it, we'll just start from I, or, I would or, just
0: ask uh, a City Council at this time, does that graphic make it clear so everybody is on board with uh, the change? Because it's doubtful that any of us will, uh, will well, I shouldn't say that some of us may not attend um, the next uh, look at this redistricting uh, so many years down the road from now
11: some of us may be serving on that uh, commission and, and some of us there. may as well of course <laughs> very good okay um,
0: mr martin i'm just waiting for one council member to return um, any um, additional comments you'd like to make um, would you like to uh, do a shout out to your committee members on the effort that they put in
5: uh, yes i would considering that we have some different people here than showed up at the workshop uh, I just want to say that all of us were honored to be appointed. We understand that districting of any legislative districts is the fundamental basis for democracy. We also want to make sure that we protected the one-person-one-vote policy, that is, in the Constitution. And we also, all of us, pledged to keep all politics out of it. We didn't want to make any decision based on whether it was going to benefit any particular city council member or any possible active candidate or anyone else. We just wanted to make sure that we adhere to the instructions in the city charter, which is basically to ensure that all the districts are well within the allowable percentage, which would be 5%, .5 2.5% above, or 2.5% below. We want to make sure that all the boundaries were as clearly marked as possible. So we want to make sure that we we did it on waterways, on centralized streets, so that we didn't have a problem of a district coming through separating two neighbors' houses. Uh, We largely achieved that. The only thing that we had to compromise on was we had to move the boundary south of Mantantis Woods Parkway because there was an active candidate who has already filed its intention to run for the District 2 seat next November. And the three options that the city staff gave us would have moved him out of the district, thus making it impossible for him to serve if he was elected. So that's the only compromise we had to make that moves the boundary off of Matanzas Wood down to of Paradise. But overall, I think it's a, the best possible plan that we come up with. It's a, only a 3.5% difference between the largest and the smallest district. And it adheres to all the policies in the city charter.
0: And, and your committee uh, voted unanimously for, uh, for, the, for, for this
5: option. Yes, we did. And, and we did it fairly quickly. The second meeting was not a long meeting.
0: Very good. Okay. Thank you for the presentation. Any questions at this time?
5: Just took
15: my questions. Oh. (laughs) It's all right. I can forgive you.
0: Thank you. Um, So at this time, I would um, um, open up the uh, ordinance for public comment. Are there any members of the comment that would like to step forward and speak on the uh, ordinance at this time? seeing none i will return to city council and i would uh, impose would, would you have another question
15: no but i have a motion but i, I see that we don't have do uh, you want me to have make go ahead, a motion go ahead right and make now. your motion okay my motion is to uh, approve the redistricting commission report on option four which all of you agreed yes and i, I and will second and then
0: at President this time, I would ask for a second. We we have a second now. If Council would update, uh, Councilman Barbosa.
6: Councilman Barbosa, there's a motion on the floor to approve the ordinance and the option in number four, and there's a second.
0: Very good. So at this time, uh, any further discussion? Then uh, a roll call vote, please.
1: Vice Mayor Branquino? Yes. Councilmember Barbosa? Yes. Councilmember Danko? Yes. Councilmember Klufus? Yes. Mayor Alvin? Yes. Motion passes 5 to 0.
11: Sure. Yeah.
0: Thank you, guys. Moving on to uh, Section I, which will be other business. Item number 11, liaison appointments. And I would uh, defer to the clerk to bring us up to speed on this item, please.
1: Mayor, City Council, in accordance with our Code of Ordinances, Section 2-36, under Meetings, um, this dictates that Council make an appointment of Vice Mayor on a yearly basis, provided in your... I past- think...
0: Uh, I'm sorry, the Um I think we're on the liaison appointments first.
1: Sorry. Wrong paper.
7: Okay.
0: <laughs> wrong one, you have the wrong one.
1: So let's backtrack and we'll go to liaisons Um, each year council has several different organizations that um, are appointed to to serve excellent transition by the way (laughs) there are multiple on there you are able to um, make motions for each position or you can uh, make someone can make a motion to just keep them as is whatever the council's pleasure is
0: so if i may start and let me ask uh, my fellow uh, councilman um, is city council um satisfied with the current appointments and if so i would ask for a motion to prove them intact going forward into the next year or if someone wishes a change now would be the time to speak to it i'll make that motion to go So we have a motion to is the motion clear to the clerk yes very good and we have a second so i would um open this item up uh, to public comment at this time. Any members of the public like to uh, comment on the um, liaison appointments for City Council? Seeing no one approach, I'll close public comment. Any other discussion? And last point, could you just read off the appointments? Sure.
1: River to Sea Transportation Development Council, TPO, Mayor Alfin. Flagler County Tourist Development Council, TDC, Councilmember Klufus. Stewart-Marchman Act Behavioral Healthcare, Councilmember Klufus. St. John's Water Management District, Councilmember Branquino. Florida Department of Juvenile Justice Circuit 7, Juvenile Justice Council, Councilmember Barbosa. Affordable Housing Advisory, AHAC, Councilmember Danko.
0: Thank you. Um, With that said, I would uh, ask for, uh, let's do a roll call vote, please.
1: Vice Mayor Branquino. Yes. Council Member Barbosa. Yes. Council Member Danko. Yes. Council Member Klupas. Yes. Mayor Alvin. And yes. Motion passes. Thank five you. to
0: zero. Now we're to item number 12. Let's repeat.
1: Absolutely. Mayor, City Council, in accordance with the Code of Ordinances, Section 2-36 meetings, uh, it dictates Council shall make an appointment on a yearly basis for the Vice Mayor. Included in your Council packet agenda packet um, are the list of who has served as vice mayor and it is for council to
0: determine their next vice mayor so at this time I'm going to ask council just to briefly summarize the duties and responsibilities of of vice mayor so it's fresh for all of us so counselor if you would
6: right pursuant to the Charter the duties of the vice mayor um, Basically, they have the same legislative powers and duties as any other council member, except that the vice mayor (coughs) will serve as acting mayor during the absence or disability of the mayor. And during that period, the vice mayor will have all the same powers and duties and authority as the mayor would have if the mayor were here.
0: So my comment, if if there are no questions on the duties and responsibilities, I would like to. I would like to comment, I can't um, change or alter the, uh, the charter in any way, but it would be my request that the elected Vice Mayor would continue to collaborate and work towards a decorum, um, both City Council and in the public at all meetings going forward. Um, I think we're making good progress, I think we will earn the respect of the community, and i would personally ask that of the candidate and the eventually the elected uh, vice mayor so with that said um are there any questions about the position at this time then i would ask for a motion to a motion for candidate for uh, vice mayor i'd like to make a motion
16: to nominate councilman burkino i thought you did a great job during our period of time when we didn't have a mayor and sometimes we don't agree but you did a wonderful job I'd like to place you in nomination
0: do I have a motion I would ask for a second at this time I will second that so I have a second Um, is there any other discussion at this time from City Council are there any other motions no okay Um, I would open the item up for public comment this time are there any members of the public that would like to step forward and comment on the uh, selection
5: of vice mayor mike martin from metantis woods Uh, i just want to echo councilman danko's words that i believe mr Franchino has has shown that he has the ability and the willingness to preside as mayor when we our mayor suddenly resigned and he I think he did a great job I think everybody agrees on that and I think he will going forward as vice mayor I think he will do a a job if and let's hope it doesn't happen if for some reason mayor you aren't able to attend one of the meetings so I would support that motion
0: any other members any other members of the public at this time like to speak seeing none I will come back to city council are there any additional comments from city council Again, I will impress on City Council that I hope each of us will work towards a decorum and working on behalf of the community in all aspects and earning their respect at every turn. So with that, I would ask for a um, roll call vote, please.
1: Vice Mayor Branquino. Yes. Councilmember Barbosa. Yes. Councilmember Danko. Yes. Council Member Klufus. Yes. Mayor Alvin.
0: Yes, Barbossa. and congratulations
15: thank you sir I'll reserve my comments thank you appreciate it. You,
16: you, you seemed a little hesitant when you said yes Eddie
15: uh, <laughs> No, no, no so let's I, at the end on my oh, comments oh, just oh. my thinking
0: okay that brings us to um, item J on the agenda which is our uh, consent agenda so are there any items in the consent agenda that City Council would like removed at this time I would uh, open the consent agenda up to public comment. Um, Any members of the public like to comment on the consent agenda? Please approach. And please identify yourself.
13: Uh, Good morning. Uh, Randy Stapleford. I'm the commissioner for FIND. I just wanted to say uh, We absolutely are looking forward to ribbon-cutting both the the shovel-in-the-dirt ceremony as well as the opening ceremony, and also looking forward to the gentleman and the young lady back here to do the presentations for Part 3 coming up uh, for the next uh, spring. We're looking forward to approving the the dock, which will be the end and the final piece of this uh, beautiful uh, waterfront park. So I support it. Thank you, gentlemen, for supporting it, and uh, look forward to the the shovel-in-the-dirt, Mr. Mayor.
0: Captain, thank you. Any other members of the public like to step forward at this time? Seeing none, I'll return to city council any additional discussion
15: to the consent agenda. I have a move
0: to I'll approve it. and a second. any further discussion? So all in favor, please designate by saying aye, aye, aye. Any opposed? Motion passes unanimously. thank you. We now get to uh, uh, item number K, public participation. Are there any additional comments that the public would like to make at this time?
6: Good morning, Mr. Mayor and members of the Council. My name is Heather Badger-Fellman. I am a resident of Palm Coast for about 26 years now. And I'm also the manager of WastePro. We felt it was very important that we came in today to support uh, the Be Local, Buy Local business. Uh, we appreciate the proclamation and I am speaking on behalf of our 80 employees that we currently have. I can say we absolutely buy local, spend local, and we support our hometown. Um, our company has invested $21 million in the facilities here in the last 16 years. We have a payroll of $3.4 million a year and proud to have an economic impact of $10 million annually. Thank you for this, and we're just here to support you guys. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you for your comment. Any other members of the public like to make comment at this time? Seeing none, return to City Council. So we'll now move on to item number L, which would be discussion by City Council of matters uh, not on the agenda. Um, I have an item I'll start with, if I may. Um, The City Council has uh, received a a report, final report, on an ethics violation, um, which was uh, charged against uh, Councilman Danko. The report is now final. Each City Council member has received it. Um, I would ask each City Council member to review, to digest, and to um, understand what our responsibilities and our roles on City Council are. There's a reference in the report, um, which um, uh, is a suggestion uh, for training. Um, I would invite all City Council members to accept an invitation for additional um training in how best to work with city staff and i know i for one will accept such an invitation i think we can always use more training in that light um, that's my comment uh, regarding the report and um are there any questions or
10: yeah discussion? just a reminder tomorrow we have a special meeting uh just the beginning of the process of uh, uh city manager Uh, we uh, Danko had asked uh, for it to be at 6 p.m. so more people could attend. Just a reminder, tomorrow, 6 p.m. Very good. I uh,
15: uh, first of all, just thank you for the confidence. Once again, thank you for the confidence, and I'll uh, to the best of my ability, I promise not to disappoint in case if it comes a need for me to take the gavel. As to Councilman Danko, what you said, we all have our bad days. Let's put it this way, okay. Uh, uh, And uh, I'm pretty sure that there's always time for us to, if we can, with a smile in our faces and showing sincerity, that if we have to uh, uh, speak with anybody or somebody was uh, truthfully hurt, and if you – if Councilman Danko really feels that, okay, maybe I went a little overboard, maybe I think it's probably up to Councilman – up to Councilman – I'm not saying that's what you have to do. It's completely up to you to, you know, to say, listen, Mr. Joe, Mr. Mary, uh, Mrs. Mary, you know. Listen, I had a bad day and uh, probably said something I shouldn't. Thank you very much. let by buy guns, we buy guns, and let's go. That's probably, that's as far as I would go with this investigation, okay? Uh, <clears throat> but then again, it's completely an option because I saw nothing on that investigation that leads for us to do any kind of censure or anything, okay? Uh, now, coming back to the other thing. 350 families that were fed... When I'm in Fed, it was actually barbecued, if I may. Mm -hmm. That's nice, that's beautiful. All those veterans, that's beautiful. I was there, unfortunately I just couldn't hold anymore because of my back, but uh, uh, I was there and I loved it. Okay. Uh, Charlie Esposito's, you know, this is funny. When they were shaking hands with them over here, you know that some of them were crying, we saw them. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think this is something that, you know, if we're all going to retire, don't we want our friends to cry out of, you know, uh, we wish we could have you a little longer. They didn't cry of happiness, I guarantee. Uh, Be local, buy local. What a program. Eight million dollars in taxes. I remember coming to uh, Palm Coast one day out of Jacksonville, running on fumes on my car. But I said, I'd be darned if I don't put gas on Palm Coast. And I did. Maybe it was a schmuck, but I did, okay? I was running on fumes. And that's until I get my electric car, that's or at fair. least Hibbert. Fair. Uh, I would like to recognize all the highlighted employees of the month. And last but not least, Chief Forte, I'm watching you. Fire truck pool was, born, was won by the fire truck department, I mean by the fire department, i think you guys rigged it man <laughs> i think you guys rigged it to be honest with you all. So, that's all i have Very to good. say
0: and uh, my final comment uh for this meeting is that um just to uh reinforce what uh, councilman uh, barbosa said we are looking forward to one of the most important tasks responsibilities duties if you will of city council which will be the process uh, selection of a city manager. So I ask my fellow councilmen that we focus all, all hands on deck and make this our, our best effort because this will in some way determine the, the future of our fine city moving forward. So appreciate all of the input and all of the work and we will get through this as a group, so thank you. Um, with that, any other uh, comments by council? Then we would move on to um, any matters uh, to be discussed by the city attorney. I have none. Very good. And moving on to item number N, does the interim city manager have an item to discuss?
8: I do. I actually have a a list, a small list, though. First, as noted in your agenda packet, a list of emergency and sole source purchases for October provided. Are there any questions for council? This is a monthly item. Thank you uh second in the spirit of the holidays i do have some items to share our staff have been working um, and reviewing the city council meeting schedule and i would like to provide an update on some proposed adjustments Um, i propose a canceling of december 21st business meeting and adding a special business meeting immediately following the december 14th workshop Um, and that's to facilitate action that is timely for the calendar year that frankly we couldn't um, unload on another meeting. And that would result in the subsequent meeting being January 4th business meeting. So a couple of moving parts there, but wanted to update council on that. Hopefully that provides you a, a nicer break for the holidays. Um, lastly, I wanted to um, let council know and the public know I will be actually traveling out of state starting this Friday um, I'm spending Thanksgiving with my family, and um, I will be back in City Hall on November 29th. With that being said, uh, Chief Forte, Interim Assistant City Manager, will be acting on my behalf during my absence, and I just want to thank Chief Forte and the whole executive team, every employee in the city of Palm Coast, on behalf of myself for this upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. That's it.
0: So, Chief, you thought you could get away. You can't get far because we'll find you. We know where you work. So thank you for, for Before stepping I move up to again. Adjourn.
15: Before I move to adjourn, I just want to ask the Chief. Are we going to have a grim ripper this year on the a, on a parade? Because you guys do a good job. Oh man, you guys do a phenomenal job with that. Alright, at this time I would ask for a, uh, a meeting okay, motion to, adjourn. to adjourn. Motion, motion to adjourn. Motion
11: motion. adjourn mayor a second. Oh yeah. Let's go.
19: Gentlemen, thank you.
11: Hey, congrats, please, okay, my friend. Yeah, okay. okay. Virginia, Bye. have a
19: good rest of your.